Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is high. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. Watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at-bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field. It's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at-bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. Danny Meringue. And then I went to this movie theater. And then I made a noise like this. Dusty Hera. Then this was horrible. All the people started getting sick and throwing up all over each other. I'm beginning to like this kid much. <laughs> this is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080. The Fan. Hour number two, Danny and Dusty with you. Coming up this hour, 25 minutes from now, we will be joined by our BetQL Network Insider, Ryan Horvath, he joins us every Wednesday at 1.30. He is the host of Bet MGM Tonight. Um, So if you want your betting, we got bowl season coming up. We've got uh, NFL, the surge to the end of the season. Um, Questions I have for Ryan. Betting on teams and which ones have something to lose and which ones don't, like that is a real thing. Like there's teams that, oh, for sure. How you go through that from the the Vegas point of view is very interesting on on teams letting their foot off the gas even. So Horvath will join us uh, coming up at one thirty. Uh, where we got to start hour number two though. Yesterday was a weird day, man. It was a weird day for one Marcus Mariota, where it appears that the entire Atlanta Falcons uh, team and fan base turned on him <laughs> over the weekend and painted him a quitter, which was a, a weird thing to see from a guy that. Had been nothing to that sort. He's never been that guy. No. No, you'd never get that feeling from Marcus ever. Um, And so if you don't know what happened on Thursday, Marcus was told that they were going to bench him and they were bringing in Desmond Ritter. Okay? Uh, Apparently on Friday, the Falcons were on a bye this past week. On Friday, Marcus, I guess, steps away from the team. And then... This is what Arthur Smith had to say that made it very confusing for not just Falcons fans, but people that had followed Marcus Mariota since he showed up in Eugene um, and was kind of the humble team first guy he he was throughout his Heisman Trophy winning career at Oregon. Well, I do a lot of that. Some other things there, D-Lud. Sorry, I'm Marcus. You said it's Marcus who you anticipate going on our. I would anticipate that, yeah. And that had nothing to do with the the move here, Josh. But there's, you know, like a lot of athletes, some chronic, nothing that's been an issue this season. But that's their prerogative. And so, you know, as this happens, you know, that's why we signed Logan on Saturday to make sure we have depth there. And we'll, you know, once that decision is made, then I'll update you. But he's not here right now. So, in case, you know, just give me in full transparency. But he, but he wouldn't. If you had not made the switch, this neat thing wouldn't have come out. He wouldn't have. Josh, I'm not, I'm not a medical expert. 
just telling you it had nothing to do with the decision. And we'll just see how the week plays out. Not the first time you've had had that conversation with Marcus. How did it go? How did he take? Yeah, well, I'm in a different role. You know, obviously, Mike Rabel was the head coach then, and that's the head coach's decision. Obviously, I was a coordinator. So, a lot different this time around. Um, completely different set of circumstances. So, those are never easy for any position. Certainly, something as a high profile as a quarterback that gets as much attention. Uh, you know, obviously, aware of that as well. But you try to be truthful. And whether they agree or not, you know, those are the conversations you have to have. And that's what we did and had it in person Thursday morning. Okay. So that's there's a lot there. There's a ton there in that Arthur Smith makes it sound like Marcus just packed up and quit because he was benched for Desmond Ritter and just took his ball and went home. And that he that lay people laid into Marcus mm-hmm. on social media about that, and uh, like I was pretty shocked to hear that that is how Marcus Mariota would have reacted because that's not no listen I I'm not the Oregon guy but I have followed that guy's career because he came through here yeah. that has never ever ever been associated with Marcus Mariota. Ever. And so, ever, like that, you go, huh, that's odd. And then comes a report yesterday that Market from, uh, like, an affiliate of the Sports Illustrated uh, website, um, which is like the fan site, I think it is, of SI, mm-hmm. that Marcus and his uh, fiance or wife had a baby yesterday. That also not true. <laughs> it, <laughs> that ba- the baby came. After this, they played the Steelers the week before. So the baby is a week old. This is unrelated to the Mariotas having a baby Mariota. Has anybody talked to Marcus? And like this is where it's getting weird <laughs> because in that clip where you said there's a lot to unpack, you have Arthur Smith downplaying an injury, saying that no, there's not like it's nothing that's hampered him throughout the the season. Today, Marcus Mar- we find out Marcus Mariota's having knee surgery. Ah. And he here's here's the big one. The NFL, like this there's a big hang up because of what Arthur Smith said. And then the team's corresponding move was to put Marcus on the injured reserve. Okay? Because Arthur Smith said like uh, he's got like a chronic thing but nothing that's bothered him to this point. When they put him on the IR, like that's a violation of league rules because he's been hurt. You have to be hurt to be on the injured reserve. And basically what Arthur Smith is saying is that no, he's not on the he's not hurt, okay? Well, now we find out he's actually getting surgery on his knee, but hasn't been on an injury report all year. Also, violation of the injury policy in the NFL because if he has been it's a chronic thing that like Arthur Smith is saying he still has got to be on the injury report every week did Marcus not get his coach a happy birthday card dude it, like, like this, what the hell is causing all of this I have his benching I mean like in, in that that's what it kind of seems like right now is everybody's pointing to Marcus got benched he took his ball he went home obviously the order of events is all screwed up now. Yes. And he is benched, but also obviously needing surgery on his knee. And that is probably where the 
leaving the team. Going the team in, probably didn't want him to have the surgery. Yeah, going to go to another doctor. Because here's here's the thing that could happen. If Marcus isn't hurt and he doesn't want to be with the team, they could waive him and he could go sign with, I don't know, Arizona. Mm-hmm. And, or he could go somewhere else. You know, all that that's possible for him to do. He could go to and sign, you know, as a backup in San Francisco or anywhere where the next quarterback gets hurt. He could do those things, but he's getting surgery on his knee is is the latest report out of Atlanta. And I'm at this point going, uh, I'm just waiting for the next wrinkle in this story because there's, there's been a lot. There's just so too far. much to this, and it doesn't make sense. Yeah, so he either took his ball and went home, had a baby and went home, or is getting knee surgery and still going to be at home. Getting paid either way. Good for him. <laughs> I, man, this is... This is weird. This is weird. As pro- yeah, there's there's more to this. There's there's a hundred percent more to this. ProFootballTalk.com uh, says that he is. They went through every single Falcons injury report. Not a single one has Marcus Mariota on it throughout the year. He has not been listed a single time on the 2022 injury report for any reason let alone the knee that he is going to have operated on. So this is a weird story about a, about a guy who considered a great a guy and a great teammate uh, throughout his college and pro careers. And now um, obviously something happened, not just with he and Arthur Smith, he and the organization, like what a cluster, you know what that is. I, this is so like the Falcons suck. They do, but they haven't been a poorly run organization. Uh, mismanaged. Just mismanaged greatly. Sure, to an extent. Yeah. I mean, yeah. how far removed are we from a Super Bowl? Uh, well, losing dramatically. Okay. Uh, but again, how far removed are we from a Super Bowl? Five years. Okay. Like. Is that five years ago? Yeah, five years, about four or five years ago. And they, they seem to make that appearance like once every like nine or ten years? Yeah. That's better than like 90% of the league. Yeah, well. But they've never had issues like this. This is... This is weird, especially with a guy like Mariota. Like, yeah. like if this was Jameis Winston, I, I don't bat an eye at it. Because <laughs> no. stuff happens with Jameis. Yeah, and you're like, all right, yeah, this is weird world. And I'm not saying Jameis would be a guy who would roll over on his team. It's just stuff just seems to follow Jameis wherever he goes. Stuff doesn't follow Marcus Mariota. This is a ridiculous lack of communication yeah. or miscommunication. Something. That's what I'm saying. Has, has anybody talked to Marcus? Yeah, I don't know. That's the like. Has anybody lob him tried that? We'll lob him a text. We'll <laughs> we'll try to find out what the hell's going on with Marcus Mariota and the Atlanta Falcons. But uh, it, whatever it is, it's not good. It's not good. Five zero three two five zero ten eighty. That is the fan text line. Um, I got a question for you that uh, we'll we'll start at the top of the next hour, which is, I want you to all start thinking about this. Five zero three two five zero ten eighty. Get these in. Which quarterback has the most on the line for their future in the final four weeks of the regular season? Okay? Because there's a lot of guys out there that you can make the case for. There's at least four or five off the top of my head. In different ways, mm-hmm. too. I mean, but which which one is it that can make the most? Because, like, is it a guy like Brady or Rodgers where you're, you could find your next team potentially and, and get your way out of a town? Or is it a guy... Who, like a Baker Mayfield or a Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy is a great one. Jared Goff in that conversation too. Zach Wilson. Z- Z- well, maybe uh, Mike White. 
Okay. <laughs> we got the, those questions. That'll be at the top of the hour. Um, but it, today is a big day. We'll give you the latest on uh, what's going on with UCLA. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Danny and Dusty on the fan. All right, we are like an hour away from uh, the University of California Board of Regents um, voting or discussing the opportunity to vote on UCLA jumping from the Pac-12 to the Big Ten. Thought it was going to be a slam dunk, thought it was going to be like a done deal. USC gets to say, uh, hey, welcome to the Big Ten with us, or see you later, nerds. Hey, um, So here we go. Uh, here, here are the options according to John Wilner. Um, and don't in- anticipate anything really of note happening um, because he puts it at like two-thirds likely chance of yeah. they do nothing. And they just don't, they don't make any move whatsoever today. They kick the can down the road. But... Uh, there is a growing sentiment 
amongst uh, folks that have talked to Regents and that are, are covering this closely that if UCLA really wants to go, they're going to get taxed by the UC Board of Regents. And that 60 to $70 million in TV money, a part of that is going to go to the University of California, Berkeley. <laughs> it's going to go to Cal <sighs> because they are linked together. Because they've mismanaged all their money. It, well, both of them have. Yeah. Um, and they are sitting there and saying, all right, if you want to leave, you're going to have to share with Cal as well. And this is a this is wild because I was reading a New York Times article today that said um, overwhelmingly that students that were asked um, about and, and a lot of the student athletes did not respond to this. But the ones that did overwhelmingly said like it was something like 11 percent of this of the student athletes that were asked only 11 percent said that they thought it was a good idea. To go to the Big Ten. <laughs> Is that good? That's not good. Oh, right. They have um, a an alum who runs like there's a a uh, like a almost like a players association. It's an advocacy group. Sure. For student athletes, mm-hmm. that's national in mm-hmm. college a- in college athletics, and he the guy who runs it is a UCLA alum. He wrote a letter to the AD and the president, or an email that the New York Times was able to get their hands on through the uh, FOIA. And he said that this is not good, and it's especially not good for black athletes because they their graduation rate is about 50% at UCLA, where the black students' graduation rate at UCLA mm-hmm. that are not athletes is 73%. Oh. So they're saying this is disadvantageous to student-athletes who have, by the way, every foot up that you could imagine academically from a normal student. Yes. And they're underperforming already. Now you add in the travel and you add in missing more days away from school. And they say that strain is not worth it. That's a powerful person in college athletics who is in an advocate for student athletes who is saying this is a terrible idea. Not a good idea. You also have um, Bill Walton among the highly respected uh, alums from UCLA Certainly. that are saying this move is not good. They said that they got. I mean, he's 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 packed for life. Yeah, and they said in the couple of days, this New York Times article that I was reading said in the, in the couple of days after that the the announcement that they were going to leave, they said that they did a FOIA of Jarman the AD and the university president whose name is escaping me, and that they got around four dozen emails um, from alums and various people. The only ones that were like a positive reinforcement were from like Michigan State and Ohio State. (laughs) (laughs) Come on in. We want you because it's more money. Yeah. It said that they're just, they're up against it, man. The fan support is not there. And I've got, I've got family members that, uh, that are UCLA, you know, alums. My wife's family Mm -hmm. is, she's got a big chunk of UCLA um, alums in her family. And I was talking to them and they're like, no, this is horrible. Like we don't. There are fans that do not want this to happen for UCLA. And this was right when it happened, and it's continuing that way. And the way I look at it, I'm going, is it the worst thing in the world if UCLA gets this thing blocked, especially with the 12-team playoff? Because they will – it kind of sounds like they're going to have to share money if they do go. Yeah. But if they stay, a 12-team playoff – 
you're the only team in L.A. at this point. Yeah. And USC, go have fun in the Big Ten. Big Ten. The 12-team playoff is kind of a game changer. It really is, and I don't think that's something either UCLA or USC saw coming, at least in the immediacy. No. Because no, I thought they thought when when this happens, this slam dunk, it's going to be great. And uh, from a financial standpoint, it is. Yes. But not if you have to share. <laughs> no. But that, and that's the thing is, it's um, obviously I'm on the USC side of things, and I'm kind of ambivalent towards the move. And I've talked to other USC alum and, and fans and friends, and I don't think anybody's really pro mm. go to the Big Ten. My only thing has been which conference has been run better over the past 25 years. Without a question, it's and the that, Big Ten. And it's it, that, that's been my like underlying scope. And listen, I like what Klyovkov has done. Yeah. And we had a few minutes with him, and I, I what he's been able to do and his ideas, I like them, but delivery matters. Mm-hmm. And the Big Ten has delivered for the past two decades. And that's ultimately, I want what's best for my program. Mm-hmm. And if that means going to the Big Ten, so be it. So that's where we stand. They're gonna they're they're talking about it. Uh, don't expect a vote today. Of course not. They because have to do it soon. They have you. They have to grandstand. Yeah, that's what. The, yeah. This is the board of regents putting them up on the table yeah. and saying, "Well, ultimately, we get to decide." Mm-hmm. And it's just it, they know which way they're gonna go. They, minds are, and hearts are not getting changed over the weeks. And I will say this: that if. If you were an Oregon fan that is pro jumping to the Big Ten or a Washington fan that's in that same boat, mm-hmm. this is one that you have to watch very closely. Because you're public schools, too. And if the, this Board of Regents decides that they're going to tie Cal and UCLA together financially, mm-hmm. just know that the states of Oregon and Washington Oregon State will be and Washington State right at and going, thing. you're going to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And you're not going to leave the other state school behind. Nope. So uh, that this is it is of note to anybody outside of UCLA's fan base. If your school may be rumored to jump, watch how they handle this. Watch how watch how this all goes down because it could be a lot different moving forward. All right, uh, let's get to our bet QL Network insider Ryan Horvat. We've got a bowl season um, getting underway this week. You've got the playoff push in the NFL. How in the world? Do you know which teams are taking it seriously and which ones are packing it in and which way to bet on these things? Danny and Dusty on the fan. Here's Rust with SportsCenter. This is Danny and Dusty on the Odyssey app and Portland's sports leader, 1080, the fan. Working on our BetQL Network insider Ryan Horvat. By working on, uh, you mean like on like a, like a car? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what uh, he's, Jeff Russ is doing over there. Trying to uh, track him down out there, with a, out there with a wrench. He's got busy. He's a busy man. He's got he's got he's got stuff. He's Try, got trying stuff to fire up on. his Ryan Horvat. Yeah, and he's got. Um, this is very interesting to me. <clears throat> this is a this is a big time question here. He tweeted out 25 minutes ago, I just found out I have to take my son to a birthday party on Saturday from 12.30 to 2.30 and stay the entire time. Is this normal? I couldn't imagine 
Rob Horvat spending two hours at Discovery Zone on a Saturday during Colts-Vikings back in 94 watching me in a bunch of piss pants. Yeah, that is a... This, this is one of my grand questions that I have. <clears throat> Go on. At what age do you say, and you're a good person to ask because you are not a parent mm-hmm. yeah, that you know of, mm. um, what age do you think that that is, that you can just sit there and say, nope, drop and drop and go? So is another pa- parent present? Nope. Well, yeah, like uh, like uh, the the kid whose party it is. I think it depends on the the, the party. Like, yeah. what, like what kind of party it is. Like, like if it's at, at a home or on a, at a location, yeah, or something like that. If it's at a home, uh, big gulps on. Well, see you later. Yeah, like we're hitting like six. I think six plus. Hmm. Six. That's a good one because that's the age that we kind of uh, drew that line of demarcation. They're, they're at. in school. You do the same thing every day. Every day. Every day, and you just kind of drop them off, and you say. Deuces. But, I mean, teachers are trained, and sometimes you don't know the kid's parents or anything like that. Well, you don't know them very well. You just don't drop them off at some rando's house. But my, you my parents used you, to. You get, a, you get like, a, <laughs> a, a an idea of who that person is. Sure. You know? That's good enough. I mean, my parents, you, like, they used to joke, but they were also dead serious about the fact that if somebody took me, they would bring me back, ultimately. I can see that. Yeah, they're like, I'm no. There's no ransom worth this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You'll find your way back anyways, yeah. kid. No, yeah, no. Like, um, we did the birthday parties at Chuck E. Cheese. I got dropped off there. I had mine there once. I remember my sister had one there, and and people got dropped off. Yeah, I don't want to be the person that makes uh, makes you stay at, at my kid's party. Because That's not fun for don't you. you, as the parent, like hosting a party, don't aren't you kind of looking at that like to the other parents? I got you for four hours. Isn't that yeah. kind of like uh, the wink and the nod of the I party? Got I got yeah. We got we're in this together. Yeah. I know the battle. I know the battle. Hey, listen, you return the favor in three months when little Johnny's party's up. Yeah. Um. So also in this, I mean. Are they, are they laying down the law on that and saying both parents have to stay? One parent? Because mm. this could be, you know, Horvat's uh, wife going, you're up for this one, pal. Yeah, no, that, that definitely seems like split duties. Yeah. I remember firmly um, my sister had a birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese. Mm-hmm. And my dad was working, so my mom was kind of the designated one to watch everyone. Yeah. Um, unbeknownst to us, Buck Williams' kid. Has Buck the same Williams. birthday as my sister, and okay. his wife and kids are there. And uh, it was just the my mom had a table, and the place was full. And this woman's kind of trying to find a spot to sit, and it was unbeknownst to her was Buck Williams' wife. You get big time Buck Williams. And so, well, no, so the, my my mom said, "Hey, you can sit with us," and they start chatting it up. Two wives, kids, mm-hmm. you know, parents do, and they were kind of like the caretakers for their party. And you know, both kind of parties were playing together in the ball pit. And you know, two hours later, my dad showed up, and then like fifteen minutes later, Buck Williams showed up. Here comes Buck. But I think like as like the the group herders, mm. as it were. Yeah, I think it's the solo. Certainly, mm-hmm. but you reinforce where necessary. Okay, is that is, is that as parents? Is that how this works? I think so. Yeah, it's close enough. 
I mean, it's close enough. It's hor- horseshoes and hand grenades and parenting. Yeah. Um, close enough works. That's all. That's all you need here. The other thing that I gathered out of that is how cool it is when you. I remember how awesome it was as a kid. Like when you would see a blazer around town, you'd be like, "Whoa!" You could count on it during the season at Benihana regularly. <laughs> really, I ran into every time that we had like any kind of like celebratory dinner. Yeah, and we went to Benihana. Arvita Sabonis was there in the years he was here. Huh. Sabas, a big Benihana big, guy. Big Benihana guy. Do you think he went to Malibu Grand Prix before and then just sauntered on over to the Benihana? I would after? love to see Sabonis stuffed into one of those cars. <laughs> he would he would put one leg in each car. They got to the slow car again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I no. don't think that's the case. You're 300 pounds, bud. Uh, um, and then what was the other spot that I used to run into guys at all the time? Around Christmas, like Christmas shopping, you could always. My my wife worked at Nordstrom, and um, the the players' wives would come in there, mm. as well as some of the players when they were getting ready to go on like road trips or or stocking up for Christmas presents. And she told me, you know, God knows how many stories of running into them. Yeah, I don't know if I it was ever anywhere in particular. Never but... never anywhere consistent. Those are the two yeah. places that I, because especially in the like late '90s, early 2000s, like th- before online purchasing was still really big, mm-hmm. the mall was still a, like the the central place. Yeah, going to the mall, you'd see. Well, I mean, that's like where Travis Outlaw lived. Mm-hmm. But that was also weird too, because like Outlaw was drafted what oh, oh, six oh, oh, five? Five, oh, five. somewhere in there oh five, and he was. He was young. Yeah. Like, he was a couple years younger than, than I was, but he was friends with guys that I knew. And so, like, I'd st- like they'd be out, and we'd see him and be like, yeah. hey. Oh, uh, the yeah, Chipotle in Tualatin, because it's right there by the practice facility, that and the Whole Foods. If you, I'm, I'm, I'm giving out well, state secrets. No, no, I don't think that's state secrets. It's right next to where they practice. Well, well if you go to the Whole Foods after practice, <laughs> you right you. Chris Kamen was in there every freaking day see, at the salad bar or the sandwich shop. See, every day. Came, that's disappointing. Kamen doesn't seem like a Whole Foods guy. He seems like he'd be at the Grub and Hub or, you know, he'd be at Winco or Grocery Outlet. You know, he doesn't seem like he'd, he'd be a, Winco or a uh, Whole Foods guy. Yeah, but he, at Whole Foods, you can get that whole slab of, uh, what's the, the, the tri-tip? Yeah. That's so good. So, yeah, they had the little the, the one in uh, Twalls and Lake Oswego, whatever you want to call it, right there has got the little smoker mm-hmm. spot in the back. Yeah, well, seeing like seeing players out in the wild was always a trip when I was when I was younger. It definitely doesn't happen nearly as often, but yeah. if you're around the practice facility, like within 15 minutes of them getting done working out, yeah. you will find them getting food. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, saw B Roy at the PF Changs in Bridgeport back in the day. Yep. Sheed was at the Toys R Us. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> I can 100% see that. I run into Martel Webster every now and then at the QFC and the uh, Biscuits over by my house. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, he does live on that side of town. Who sung in Larry's with Scotty Pippen's constant spot where he'd be no tipping Pippen? Oh, God. Yeah. That's sad. Oh, uh, what, the no tipping? Yeah, that's who just. Who's and Larry's? That, no, oh, dude, look. I loved Who Songs. <laughs> loved Who Songs. Are you kidding me? Yeah. That was a, that was the, the family spot growing up. Huh. I loved it. I uh, loved Tequila Willies. Mm. I don't I'm not familiar with Tequila Willies. Uh, that, same same company. Is it really? Yes. 
Really? There was an old one, yeah. Because what, the Who song, I think, was on the, the north side of the river, and then Tequila Williams. Well, you had also had the Who song uh, right there on, uh, what, Lombard and Cedar Hills? Yes, yes. There's that was the, a newer right, one. Right, right by the round. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there was like in southwest Portland, uh, somewhere, mm-hmm. Tequila Willies. Tequila Willies sounds like something that you get. <laughs> Subway in Tualatin, I met <laughs> at least six different players coming out of there. That tracks. That's yeah. that's two blocks from the practice facility. Here's P on Jordan. says, if you built their new practice facility locker room, you'd see them all. <laughs> all right. Uh, you know what? When my dad coached at Lewis and Clark is when the Blazers used to practice there, and they had their own locker room. Mm-hmm. And so, like, I'd go... And I'd be running, whipping around there as a little kid, and I would be cruising through, and I'd turn a corner, and they'd be getting out, done with practice and heading towards the showers. You ever seen a grown man naked? Yeah, uh, it, yeah, eye level. <laughs> I was like seven years old, man. It was I'd be like, whoa, just keep keep, keep on running, just keep on running right past. They were probably like, what the hell? Why is there a child running through here? I was there all the time though. Ah, uh, you know what? There's there's kids running through the Blazers locker room all the time. Yeah. Well, they know who they are though. That's I was fair. just a random kid. It is theirs. <laughs> so I guess that's true. But that was just back in the day like it was different, man. Like they they literally used to practice at the Jewish Community Center and then they they went to Lewis and Clark College where they had they literally had their own locker room mm-hmm. and they would practice there. And now they were like, oh, yeah, we're a professional franchise with actual money. They, we should probably go build this. Yeah, which they did like two decades ago, and it's friggin' awesome. Oh, listen, they've updated that place a couple times. Yep. Uh, in fact, they, they built a new media room. There's a if, you, if you've been down there, you go in the main door. You don't go in that door anymore. No. You go around the back, and there's a hole upstairs now. It's kind of crazy. It's crazy. All right. <clears throat> um, Tequila Willie's is in John's Landing. I, didn't, I never knew that. No, I never heard of it. Really? Again, oh, tequila, tequila Willies oh. sounds like something that you get. Yeah, after a shot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I just got the Tequila Willies. I, I was thinking much worse, but yes, oh, okay. that too. After a trip to Ensenada? They, they, exactly. <laughs> yes, that one. Oh, something that you, you treat with antibiotics. Yes. Right, got it. Um, back in the day, I'd run into Cliff and Rod at Champions. Cliff always had two drinks in each hand. It. <laughs> That, that tracks. Yeah. That actually tracks. And the thing is, like, every one of these guys has a spot. Oh. They, they sure. all have a spot. 100%. Back in my old Chicago days when we had karaoke on Tuesday nights, Cliff would show up for that. And he would give me crap for checking his ID. <laughs> well, you just wanted to make sure Cliff The six foot ten trailblazer? I had to make sure everybody had their ID yeah. on him. That was my job. Yeah. Um, I, Cliff I mean, Robinson? Yeah. Did he hand you a basketball card? He's like, really? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, Cliff lived. I mean, that... that at that time, that was probably what mid nineties. Uh, that was probably late nineties, maybe the yeah. early aughts. Because that's when uh, Cliff Cliff lived off of uh, like uh, top of the hill. Well, no, he lived out in Hillsborough, uh, Jackson oh, Quarry Road. So Old Chicago was the closest thing. There's some nice joints him. up on Jackson Quarry Road. Yeah, yeah, that's where that's where he used to live. Because he so. had the he had the spot up here on the top of Cedar Hills for in his playing days. Yeah, he he did not. He had the infinity pool. It was awesome. Oof. Yeah. Um, one of the coolest, like, food-centric things I've seen, R.E. Blazers players, Myers had the secret Chipotle card. What is a secret Chipotle the, card? The gold Chipotle card, where everything was comped. What? Yeah. See, question. Question on this. Why did the richest people get all the comps? I don't, yep. Yeah, I don't know. Well, influencing. Yeah, I mean, I, I know. But I, I, I ran into him, the, him at the, the Chipotle in Tualatin probably a dozen times. I've got a great... I've got a great uh, hack 
that I heard last time. My wife would just steal the garden, busting up laughing, and and I go, "What are you laughing at?" And she goes, that "Somebody just posted that an influencer had posted on Instagram where they were going to be going for dinner that night, mm-hmm. and somebody saw it, called in as their." Um, as their what, what do you call it secretary as a personal assistant yeah. as their personal assistant canceled the reservation hung up the phone called back and booked the reservation under their own name because they wanted to go to the restaurant Ooh, that is spivey Ooh, <laughs> i like it <laughs> yeah this person like was bragging on instagram or whatever i'm gonna be going to super trendy whatever so this person just called and was like yeah uh i'm the assistant for i don't even know who whoever it was. was uh i'm gonna have to cancel the restaurant Hang up the phone. Call right back. Hi, do you have any reservations? Any tables open? <laughs> Boom. Yeah, I like bro. That's I, next level, right? I'd there. like to get the resi. <laughs> you have any tables that maybe have opened up tonight? In around like the last, seven. I don't know, around seven o'clock in the last five minutes. It's brilliant. It's brilliant. All right, five o. <laughs> 503-250-1080. That is a fan text line. I love the fact that uh, we're just getting a bunch of stories now of when you ran into, uh, you know, trailblazers, you know, out into the wild. Mm-hmm. I call it out in the wild, you know, just downtown, around town. Because my favorite was uh, Rowdy Rowdy Piper when I would see him around because he's from the borough uh, or lived out in the borough. So, like, it was like, oh, man, there's Piper. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. Um but the one thing that I keep saying, I see one name keeps popping up on the text line, and I want people just keep keep sending them in because mm-hmm. I want to know if this person is unique to the their name keeps popping up mm-hmm. how around town he was because he wasn't here for very long. Danny Dusty on the fan. It's time for today's worst day on the web with Danny and Dusty on Odyssey and 1080 The Fan. Well, that sucks. 503-250-1080. That is a fan text line. Uh, We'll get to the worst day on the web. I just wanted to see if this name kept on popping up, and it did. Of your stories of the Blazers that you've seen out and around town uh, over the years. A lot of Cliff coming in. Got some dames. Including this person who's a an animal. I crop dusted the at Walmart. <laughs> oh man, that's brutal. Um, but the name that keeps on popping up, and he was not here for very long. Here for a good time, not a long time. Rod Strickland, everybody. Rod Strickland. Ooh, that is that's great to hear that Rod Strickland enjoyed his time in Portland while he was here. You know, you you always like to see that. Hot Rod Strickland with this taped up finger. I, I'd be lying if I told you I didn't tape my fingers in the early 90s. He was only here for what, four, three years? four years. Four, four years? years yeah. yeah. He's here for four years. That's good. That's good to hear. Rod was out and about on, on the town a lot. Uh, another place that should be highlighted here um, Zupans in Lake Oswego. Ooh, Zupans, yeah. That is one place that everybody goes to. Mm. And. The I would say the number one brunch spot of all Trailblazers, Lake Oswego, Babacahan. Uh, but what? Have you never been to Babacahan? No. Oh no! Fantastic. No, I don't. No rusty. No. I don't hey. make it down to Lake O much. Oh, fantastic! 
Okay. Absolutely fantastic. I don't brunch even you could, less. I brunch even less than I go to like oh yeah. Bingo. If you do if you do brunch, mm. Babaka Hen is Baba the spot. Kahan? Babaka? Bubba or Baba? Babaka Hen. Babaka Hen. Hen, like as in chicken. Yeah. Yeah. Babaka Hen. Yeah. Alright. Uh Batum basically live there. Mm. That's great. But yeah, I every time I go in there, if anybody, you know, recognizes me from covering the team, I get a oh, so and so player or hey, so and so coach was just like it's mm. that is the spot because yeah. it's in Lake Oswego. It's kind of hip, it's trendy. You get in great food there. I'm giving Ooh. them all the free pub right now. Ooh, yeah. Did you pick up the humble brag in there too? When people recognize me out when, when people recognize me out there? Yeah, they, <laughs> I get it every now and then out there. There's a lot of there's a lot of young Blazers fans yeah. who work the the cater yeah, the, the bar service. I'm kind of a big deal. <laughs> it's, 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 it, you crap. No, what's funny is, I don't know about you, but about getting recognized, the place that it happens the most is out getting food. Hands down. Well, food. Everybody needs food. Okay. Uh, many leather-bound books. It is, t- <laughs> <laughs> it is time for the worst day on the web. Today, our worst day on the web is a team that they keep they keep. Sometimes, landing themselves yeah, in this spot. Sometimes it's best just to shut up. <laughs> it, it really is. Like, I don't know, like the under Aiden, when they're, the Phoenix Suns are back in the bad vibes hell chain, losers of five straight, when asked kind of like what's going on, he says the teams we see on film aren't the teams we play. They're playing harder and with a chip on their shoulder against us. Huh. So they're slacking it and saving it just for you because they want to take it out on you. Which... Maybe he's not wrong because people don't like Chris Paul. Hmm. But also, this is what happens when you're a good team. A lot of Kanye you're, fans out you're there. You're going to get people's best shots. Yeah. Yes, when you're the reigning Western Conference champs with the best record in the Western Conference. And in a the year NBA. removed from being in the NBA Finals. Like, yeah. they see you on the schedule. Are you that team or not? Yeah. Or are you fraudulent? <laughs> Frauds. You always step your game up when you play those teams. What I think is alarming, though, if you're a Suns fan or if you're DeAndre Ayton, you should be more worried about the fact that of in that five-game losing streak, you just lost to the Rockets, and you've lost to the Rockets twice in your last seven games. Oh. The Rockets suck. Now, if you're getting the best shot from the Mavericks and the Celtics and the Pelicans, which you played twice, yeah, that, I get that because... That's your measuring stick. And last night, we'll talk about this in hour number three, but last night you saw that from the Lakers. The Lakers stepped their game up against the Boston Celtics, and it still wasn't good enough. And the Celtics were run ragged on the end of a road trip. And that That's what happens when you play good teams, is you will get teams' best shot. So don't sit there and complain about it. That's who you are. Be about it. Yeah. Here's what the opponents have done to the Suns over the last five games. These are the opponents scoring. Dallas, 130. Boston, 125. New Orleans, 128. New Orleans again, 129. Houston, 111. Yikes. Your best defensive performance in the last five games has been 111. Hmm. You're basically giving up 125 a game. That's brutal, dude. That's that's obscene. Yeah. Not good. That's not good defense, Bob. No. Uh, So, I don't know. Maybe uh, up the effort a little bit. Okay, the Blazers win tonight. They're tied for fourth in the West with the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, you take a look at the standings right now, and the uh, the old Portland Trailblazers. If this road trip goes well for them, let, let's say they go four and two, it'll put them at nineteen and fourteen on the season. 
they're going to end up probably third or fourth okay. by the end of the trip. All right. Um, okay. Uh, got questions now. I just uh, looked at Twitter. Why is uh, MILF Island and MILF Manor t- trending on Twitter? Uh, why not? <laughs> I don't know what those things are. Apparently, they're popular, though. Oh, we have time in the break. No, okay, tell me in the break. Um, may, maybe tell me later on, on the show. But where we got to start, hour number three, is in the NFL. Uh, I've got this question. Which quarterbacks can do the most for their future in the NFL in the final four weeks? Which ones? 503-250-1080. That's a fan text line. Danny and Dusty on the fan. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.